Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. nature is not kind. We don't even know how much that is true because we don't hear it with male ears. A female tongue in and of itself is not kind. The human heart is not kind in and of itself. But we think we are because we have all culture affirming us, saying, you're worth it. And he should, you know, the whole, every advertisement tells us how worth it we are and how much he needs to step up and treat us like princesses. But he's not inspired by that. Today, Elizabeth will encourage wives to respect their husbands. Many women are afraid to demonstrate humility and be taken advantage of. However, harsh words will only nurture division. By showing respect, you build up your husband and your selflessness may inspire him to do just the same. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part one of their message, Marriage Tune-Up 3. Tell me why. Don't give me some sarcastic, there you go again. You know, don't give me any of that. Talk to me straight, level. Like you would respect somebody else. It's hard to define what respect is for a man and for each man that's different. But every time I hear the love and respect seminar, I get busted every time because I don't know to what degree I speak with disrespect. But study it. Study it and just make it your aim. He talked about treat her like your princess. Well, our job is to treat him like a king. And I didn't know when I married and even when I dated how much feminism had just messed with me. How much I thought, well, if I do that, he'll just take advantage of me. If I do that, he'll just, who does he think he is? I mean, all these voices of feminism that are not biblical coming up, where the fact is that anything you nurture grows. And if you nurture a man's respect, it grows. If you nurture a man's spirit, it grows. And it will grow into goodness for you. It won't grow to take advantage of you, like most of us fear. It won't grow to be selfish. If you die to self, you inspire him to die to self. The lie is, if you die to self, he's going to be selfish for both of you. But it's not true. It is not how it works. I used to sit around with my girlfriend's like, he thinks that if I bring the same thing up twice a year, it's nagging, you know, and we couldn't make fun of that. But the fact is, mention it once, let it go. Let go. You can bring it up to God all you want. He can handle it. But for him, it starts tearing down instead of building up. Does that make sense? And it shuts down sexuality. It shuts down affection. It shuts down so much in a man that we want, we want it. We want to be captivating, but we're not captivating by like, telling him all that he does wrong. We're going to talk more about in the practical session things each one should do. 
But let him off the hook. Same thing I said in the first, same thing we'll say in every session. Let him off the hook. Do what you can. Ask God for the rest. Let him off the hook of your expectations. He cannot be your God, but he is. I have, I think maybe once in all our, all our years of ministry have I met a man that I think he may not actually, this may not work for him. He may be a psychopath. But for everybody else, this is how it works. Love begets love. That's why when we have love, we expand, we have children. Love begets love. Love does not seek its off. Love is kind. A female tongue in its nature is not kind. We don't even know how much that is true because we don't hear it with male ears. A female tongue in and of itself is not kind. The human heart is not kind in and of itself. But we think we are because we have all culture affirming us, saying, you're worth it. And he should, you know? The whole, every advertisement tells us how worth it we are and how much he needs to step up and treat us like princesses. But he's not inspired by that. He's just not. He's inspired by you giving him space and respecting his fight. Respecting his fight. He, he saw mine by God's intervention. I could not have opened his eyes to what it's like to be up all night with a crying baby. Neither can you open. You can't open his eyes. He can't open yours. But trust that God is doing the best. God is working in your husband. He hears you the first time. And he, I mean, a lot of what I came in of, the, of these surveys, a lot of it like, my husband needs to understand that A, B, C, and D. And he will. When you, and here's the, he will when you're quiet. He can begin to hear you. But one of the cliches people say is when you finally, this quietness that is so foreign to us, when we finally be quiet, then he can hear God. When we finally get out of his, because we make noise, we don't know it. We think we're making a point, but we're making noise and it's sort of interfering with him hearing God. When we get out of the way, he can hear God, whether he believes in him or not. God talks to that. He says that in 1 Peter 3. It doesn't matter what your husband believes or thinks or feels. You're responsible for you. Your job is to present the thing once, be quiet, and then trust God. And God will do miracles, but you are not the Holy Spirit. Most of us are sort of confused about that, but we're not the Holy Spirit to him. It's not our job to make him see anything. It's our job to pray, to respect him, to honor him for what he is, and then let God be. When God is God to us, it's a whole lot easier. I would not know how to do it otherwise. But I pray, even in this week that comes, that you hear how much lies you are exposed to that tells you that you're worth it and men are dumb. Because that's the tone in the culture. And it's not, it's not your friend. It's not giving you what you want from a practical standpoint. It's not truth either. And therefore, it doesn't produce what you want. Step back, develop a quiet heart, develop a quiet spirit, and then trust God to speak to your man. And, and you'll guys, be amazed. We get the, we get the same stuff about women. It's put forth in a different way, but even, you know, with, uh, I can't believe how often I hear it, you know, a bunch of guys get together and talk about, you know, how stupid their wives are. And, man, women. And, and it's this cultural thing as if it's somehow okay to do that. Well, it's not okay. And the reason that it's not okay is that it messes your head up. If nothing else, it's going to undermine your thinking. It's going to undermine 
and negatively impact your marriage, your family. You need to recognize that and just stay out of it. You know, one of the things that practical things that helped me so much, men, practical little uh, tool here is I felt like God kind of said to me, stop praying for the woman. That makes no sense. Well, yeah, but all you're ever praying about is what needs to be changed. Your whole focus, therefore, is almost wrong. The whole focus is on the negative. The whole focus is on the flaws. Now, ladies, this applies to you too. Mm -hmm. You got to stop that. Because again, your responsibility, your capacity, there's no way that you're going to be able to affect it. God already knows what needs to be changed. God already knows. He doesn't need your advice. He doesn't need your direction, you know, or you're not somehow giving him greater power by saying to him, she's messed up in this area, this area, this area, this area, this area, this area, and this area, and please fix this woman. The Lord showed me so clearly that what I needed to do when in, in my prayer times related to my wife, I needed to make a list of the things that I really should have been thanking him for. Make a list of the things that I fell in love with in the beginning. Make a list of the things that I could say thank you about. God, thank you for this. God, thank you for that. God, thank you for this. And just go through the list of, of giving thanks. Pray for her protection. Pray for God to give her wisdom as the mother of my children. Pray, do you understand? But get off all of the negatives and all of the, just not even allow myself even to pray for her about those things. Instead, giving, giving thanks continually. Last thing, listen, the, the sexual relationship is so important. I mean, I, I remember John Corson, pastor out in, in uh, Calvary Chapel, pastor out in Oregon. He did a wonderful teaching on how sexual intercourse produces relational intimacy. It's counterintuitive for a lot of women. If we don't have that depth of relationship, then I'm just not interested. Or if, if we're emotionally not connected, I have a really hard time, you know, or, and I hear, you know, all these kinds of things, you know. Well, you know what? Maybe you just need to stop making it about you so much. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. What you just heard may have set some questions off in your spirit about who Jesus is and why he's so important. If so, keep listening. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're listening today and, and you're thinking, man, I really need God in my life. You know, I, I've wandered away or, or remember, maybe you're just searching. It's the first time you're really getting serious about having a relationship with God. And, you know, I remember when I felt that way, and, and to be honest, I, I, I felt really kind of exasperated and crummy and, and like it was probably impossible. Well, it's not impossible. The Bible says that God loves you so much right where you are. He understands that we're messed up. The Bible tells us, I mean, He knows we're human. He knows that we're flawed. He knows that we're sinful, imperfect human beings. That's why the Bible says He sent Jesus in the first place to come and die on the cross 
to pay for our sin, to pay for our wickedness, so that all we have to do is open our hearts to him and receive the pardon, the forgiveness that he's offering. He wants a relationship with you. I'd love to give you more information about that. Listen, I'd love to pray with you about that, even if electronically. Just go to our website, mainthingradio.com. There's all kinds of info on the website about how to begin that relationship with Jesus, how to begin that that personal relationship with God, how to study the Bible. We can give you all kinds of information about that if you'll just reach out to us and let us know that you need it. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website again is mainthingradio.com. We're so glad you joined us today and be sure to tune in again to Main Thing Radio.